Welcome to Paddling Adventures Radio. I'm Sean Rowley, and with me is not Derek Specht. Derek is out and about. He's wandering the wilds with his family. They've loaded up the canoe, and they've moved to, no, not Beverly, Jubilee. They've moved? They've moved to Jubilee. <laughs> well, you know, that's where they are, apparently. that's That was what I was told. Temporary move. Temporary move. He was loading up his uh, family into the canoe, and they were going up in Algonquin Park and going to or through or around Jubilee and uh, having a good time, hopefully. Now he'll be back next week. But in his stead, we have got our dear old buddy, Scott Robinson, man camping. How you doing, buddy? I'm wonderful. I, I, I like that I'm, I'm here in, in, in his stead. That's in awesome. his stead. Consider this your audition. My audition. Well, in case, in case something ever happens. We'll just put this in the file. Okay, Scott. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm the alternate. Yeah. Okay. He has to learn to bring beer, though. and uh... <laughs> We'll forgive you on that because it's, it's just, you know, a stand-in. So fair enough. I, I think the actual alternate would be Mr. Wisconsin. Oh, no, nah, but he's a long commute for him every week. But could he telecommute? Yeah. Well, that's what a we've been doing. Podcast commute. Yeah. Yeah. John Van Berger down there in Wisconsin. He's, uh, we've been doing the, um, Skype thing. Ah, okay. And he's got a little microphone that he hooks up and yeah, you, sometimes you'd swear he was here with us. That's what I always In spirit. Heard. Yeah. Yeah, he commutes up here once a week from Wisconsin. He does love you guys, does, so you does know, the I, show. I, would see him. I could see him doing. Brings it. beer and cheese, and then goes back. Mister Beer and Cheese. Actually, he's uh, dealing with the after effects of a few storms going through his area right now. It's flooded all basement, a broken sump pump, trees going down. He showed a couple of pictures uh, on Facebook. There is that's quite something happening down there right now. I so, saw it. I didn't see the the photos, but I heard about it. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty brutal. So. So you're here this week taking Derek's place. That's right. How's your summer been so far? Hot. Yeah. Very hot. It's the end of but August. Awesome. That's the end of, well, end of, uh, end of July, I should say, already. It is, but don't, don't rush it. I, I, I'd rather it be stinking hot than go back to the winter. Not a winter yeah. person. Just not you a winter You know what? I, I like the winter, but I'd prefer to do stuff in the summer. Which you think with a beard like that, you'd, you'd want colder weather, but... Keeps the it. bugs away from I my throat. <laughs> and if I ever get attacked by a bear and he goes for my throat, I hope he's like. <laughs> no, no. See, with a beard like that, you're just out bearing the bear. Yeah, maybe. Maybe he's going to look at me and go, oh, yeah, sorry, dude, I can't attack you. You got any buddies around? Yeah. See, he's just going to back down and be like, respect, respect. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll high five each other. Go down the portage. We'll just nod. Hey, hey. <laughs> You'll both poop in the woods. Yeah. Great. yeah. Yeah. It's not wrong with that. Hey, what you doing over there? Nothing. Hey, me too. <laughs> Pass the newspaper when you're done. Yeah. Pass the rabbit, because apparently it doesn't stick to their fur. So, <laughs> uh, you are here for two reasons today. Well, three reasons if you count, because Derek's not. I like that reason. Yeah, that's the first reason. Uh, second reason, mancamping.ca. You brought a little gift here this evening. I did. And explain what I have in my hot little hands. So uh, this is the first product uh, that man camping is actually building ourselves. Uh, it's called the Workspace. So it's it's waxed heavy canvas, 10-ounce canvas uh, with leather straps and leather accents. 
and it's just simply a, a 20 inch by 20 inch uh, clean workspace. So whether you need to prep food, whether you're gathering tinder, whether you need a clean place to sit or sit a pack down if it's muddy, whatever you need it for is what it's there for. And see, I was looking at this thinking, you know what, this would be perfect for when you're cooking. Yep. Right? Put your um, utensils on it, put your food on it sort of thing. So nothing's getting lost. Anything with tags and stuff, you'll you'll see it on here instead of losing it in the dirt. Yep. So you're not leaving behind any garbage, that sort of thing as well, right? So yeah, this is pretty cool, man. Uh, I'm on a four-day trip and uh, then another trip and then another trip. Got a lot of them. Well, take it with I'm you. Let me know what you think. Take this with me and uh, we'll see how well it uh, how well it works. I shall give you a little feedback and a review on this bad boy. See, now we're talking. Yeah, this is awesome. Thanks, man. Absolutely. So other than that, how's how's mancamping.ca going? You know what? We we've had a really busy summer. Yeah. Uh, but most things people aren't going to see as you have no idea what you're doing, do you? No, no. no. I'm just trying to roll it back up uh, <laughs> while trying not to hit my microphone, which I'm failing just, at miserably. Just, just leave it. Yeah, we'll, I'll just we'll throw it on the floor after. with all my maps. We'll work out it after. <laughs> uh, no, we've had a really busy, busy summer, a lot of stuff going on in the background, uh, which hopefully we'll be able to share soon. Uh, but we have lots of new products, uh, just like this workspace. We're actually cool. calling the line Bearded and Bourbon. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. So everything is christened with a little bit of bourbon. Really? Right. So I can lick that and... Well, if you can find where we christened it, then yeah, maybe you might get something. Oh, awesome. So it's, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's christened with bourbon made by a bearded guy. Nice and simple. And I noticed you've got the beard. Damn straight. That's awesome. Damn straight. You didn't know I could sew, but I can. Oh, I passed well. home back. Me too. <laughs> I think my dad's got an apron uh, <laughs> in his workshop. <laughs> my woodworking didn't turn out so well, but my, my home ec. Oh, point. yeah. My on typing. Point. Yeah. Yeah. My typing F- class. F- that F- was F- space. JJJ yeah. space. All right. So that's what you're doing now. I'm still selling all the uh, lights and headlamps and uh, backcountry drinks and yep, demerit badges and. Yeah, you will start to actually see some of those products actually slowly going away. We're making room for new stuff. Awesome. That's a good thing to, to rotate some of that stuff. Absolutely. I know I was asking you earlier about another, uh, the Army Tech Pro Wizard yep. um, headlamp there. So I'm going to grab another one of those from you because it's just fantastic. And everybody wants to borrow mine. So <laughs> might as well bring a second one and leave the old crummy ones behind. I right? was going to say, we'll see if we can get you a demo as a spare. So you have a loner. Just have a loner. Have a loner. Yeah. Yeah, once I learned to uh, not keep it on full power all the time, things went much better. <laughs> it lasts a lot longer, right? Well, it lasts a lot longer. It doesn't burn holes in things. <laughs> it doesn't melt your sleeping bag again? Yeah. You know, no, I, I learned once on that one. <laughs> See, you learned the man camping way, yeah. the hard way. Yeah, the hard way, yeah. Hey, what's that big burning smell? <laughs> oh, my headlamp. It's burning a hole in my sleeping bag. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, I've noticed you got some uh, some new uh, knives and machete-looking things on there and yep. whatnot. And, uh, I saw the axe that you had, axe with the saw blade in the handle. Uh, yes, the it's called the Camtrax. Because that would, uh, I mean, there's always, a, do you take a hatchet or do you take a saw? Now you can take both. Now you can take both. And the cover for the axe head yeah. also has a bottle opener. Ooh. Extremely important. There you go. 
See? That's awesome. That's thinking. It's four in one. It's there got the hammer, it's got the axe, it's got the saw, and a bottle opener. I'd never have to leave the house. <laughs> now, um, I'm glad all that's that's going well. We're uh, be looking forward for updates on all your new new gear coming out. And anything, yeah, bearded and bourbon. Absolutely. Definitely be wanting to check well, that we'll, stuff We'll get out. you one of each of the new products coming out, and you can tell people what you think. Awesome. That's cool. That's cool. We'll have to use some of it together. We'll go out somewhere. We'll test all this stuff out. Maybe throw a couple of videos up. We'll, we'll have to do a giant cookout. Ooh. Yeah. Could be dangerous. It could be. Could be. We'll, we'll have to invite Derek to that one. Nah. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah, I get to stand in yeah, on he's, he's gone. He's left us here in the lurch, so... <laughs> or we'll invite him. We'll just tell him we're going somewhere different. Yeah. Well, you know what? We were talking because he was. He, he, they were going to go to Tomogamy, and then when we were doing, our, we did our show there on uh, the Trent Severn uh, lock systems and all that. He was talking about doing a um, uh, houseboat, and I'm thinking if they're going up in a houseboat, I'm getting a bunch of buddies with canoes. We're dressing as pirates, and we're taking his boat. <laughs> I'm building a pool noodle harpoon. There you go. His kid was kids would love it. Oh yeah. Him and he probably wouldn't like it. <laughs> Cause it'd be directed at him. You know? So eh. Well, he'll be the one who has to walk the plank at the end of it. So. Oh, that would have been awesome. Well I'm just yeah. kidding. I, I I love you, Derek. You know that, but And we'd love you to walk the plank, please. <laughs> <laughs> Scurvy dogs are uh yeah, so uh we definitely get out and uh, try some of this stuff and uh, do some views Absolutely, and reviews sure. and a couple of videos and stuff like that. And hopefully it goes uh, as good as our, our our Caesars and backcountry drinks one went. I think I still got one of those left. we have to break it through that and the absinthe before this is done. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got my big absinthe thing up here now. Yes. Quite, quite the collection, eh? Uh, <laughs> so the other thing you did lately... Now... A lot of people I know in Toronto area, Algonquin Park is the place to go. Yeah. Has been for years. Yep. You know, it's it's only a couple hours away. There's all these different access routes. There's there's um, drive-in camping. There's, there's backcountry camping. There's hiking camping. Everything. And over the last, I guess I saw the shift starting about, maybe about 10 years ago. People are starting to go farther afield. Because Algonquin's just getting way too busy now. Yeah. Good thing, bad thing. I mean, good thing is more people are getting out there. Bad thing, more people are getting out there, right? So, it's I mean, kind I, of a catch twenty two. It is a catch twenty two. It? it really is. Now, myself, I went up to Woodland Caribou for one year. If we went up there for a couple of weeks and and did the fly in and, and paddling around sort of thing and had a blast. A lot of people going up to Wabakimi and stuff like that. Uh, we went up to the Moose, Ri- Moose River Crossing and up to Moose Knee last fall. Yep. You and I did that and had a, had a blast. So people are definitely going farther afield now. In the news, and I, I, and I know this is really in the news uh, because of uh, all the political stuff happening down in the States. And uh, the mines, you know, uh, given permission to the mines to reopen and start doing stuff mm. around boundary waters. The Boundary Waters Canoe Area Wilderness. That's the big thing in the news down there constantly. You're hearing about that all the time when you're talking canoe tripping and stuff. Because they're, they're, they've given the okay to reopen these mines to a Chilean, Chilean or Argentina? 
Chilean, I do believe. I think it's Chilean. Um, company to come up and do all their mining. And now they want to move their waste even closer to boundary waters and all the waters that run into and the headwaters. And it's, it's just like somebody's not thinking here, right? So that's all the political stuff. But no one ever seems to talk about north of the border, which is, I mean, honestly, if you draw a big circle, it's actually part of Boundary Waters, but the Canadian side. Yeah. And that's Quetico Provincial Park. Now, you went there. We did. And I think you're the first person of the group I hang with that has actually gone there. Oh, really? You are. Okay. Well, yeah, you and your buddy John. I'm, I'm a first. You're a first. <laughs> you're a Quetico virgin for our show. <laughs> <laughs> now, have you been there before? I have not. So that was your first time going there. It was. We've uh, we've we've talked uh, about going there a lot, right? Um, but the guy that I always go camping with, uh, you've seen him on Ma- all over man camping and everything else. Uh, actually, started the website with me. His name's John. Uh, was planning on going to Quetico last year, right? But he wasn't able to go due to having another child, having another. <sighs> yep. He's got- did he actually give birth? He did. Really? He did. Oh, so he had to be there. It's a whole gender equality thing. It was weird. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't able to go and he actually forbid, for, forbid, forbade, 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 you are forbidden, uh, forbade me forbade you. from going without him because he's always wanted to go to Quetico. So I said, okay, I'll hold off for one more year. If you're not going next year, nothing I can do. Right. So he finally got the... The hall pass, and his wife let him go. Okay. Which is a plus. So we met up about five times talking about this trip and never got anywhere with planning, but we decided to go. So it was an attempt at a dossier trip, but that didn't really happen. I wouldn't wouldn't take it quite as far as a dossier (laughs) trip, but uh, there, there was some attempt at planning. Okay. Our normal attempts. Right. Uh, so you decided you picked your dates, you picked your times, you picked where you're going to go, how many canoes you were going to take and all that sort of stuff and said, off we go. Yeah. You just listed a lot more planning than actually yeah. what happened. <laughs> but we, we had dates and we had a park. And you had some beers and. Basically. Okay. Here's where we're going. Four days before this canoe trip, we didn't have a route. Awesome. Yeah. That's a true man camping. Absolutely. All right. So before we get into your actual trip. Because it sounds like it was, we haven't heard all the details yet. Nope. There are. This is going to be the premiere. There are rumors of a trip log and photos and whatever to come. Yep. Haven't seen any of that yet. So this is, this is Scott Robinson, mancamping.ca breaks the silence. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. This Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Yeah, absolutely. So Quetico Provincial Park, let's just read some stats, shall we? Straight from the dossier. 160 kilometers west of Thunder Bay. 1,400, sorry, 540 kilometers from Toronto. So a 17 hour drive. Falls. Oh yeah, how long did it take you? Uh, up there was 18 and a half. Did you stop for a pee? No. Yeah, well, 17 hours does not include breaks for coffee, pee breaks, donuts. Yeah, it's still false. More donuts. (laughs) (laughs) The donut trail. The donut trail. Canadian side of the border from the Boundary Waters Canoe Area, right? Which is in Minnesota. Yep. 
Quetico Provincial Park was created in 1913 through passage of the Provincial Parks Act. World famous destination for backcountry canoeing with over 2,000 lakes and 460,000 hectares of remote wilderness. It's a big park. It is. Quetico is renowned for its rugged beauty, its towering rock cliffs, majestic waterfalls, virgin pine and spruce forests, picturesque rivers and lakes. True. It, it is. I'm actually learning stuff about Quetico through you, and I've been there. So apparently you guys took the wrong route. <laughs> 35 kilometers of hiking trails. Yep. 550 maintained portages averaging 400 meters in length. My ass. <laughs> Walleye, lake trout, northern pike, and smallmouth bass. Yep. Quetico has a number of important archaeological sites within its boundaries. Pictographs in Quetico are spiritually sacred to the Anishinaabe people. Animals are moose, wolves, coyotes, lynx, bobcats, cougars, white-tailed deer, foxes, black bears, and a lot of small animals like rabbits, raccoons, skunks. Birds include loons, bald eagles, herring gulls, Canada geese, and red-tailed hawks. And that's what I know about Quetico. Well, that's a hell of a list. That's more than you knew about it's Quetico. much more than, than I knew. <laughs> I, I know it was on the map right there in the green. That's right. And that's where we're going. <laughs> GPS, take me to Quetico. <laughs> See, it, and it's actually funny because uh, you know more than I do about Quetico. And well, I do now because I just read it. <laughs> you put this list together. <laughs> so I knew it a little bit more than you, like earlier. And... This trip was even more different because the I didn't actually get to see the route until we were launching. Who had the route? John. Oh, so this was a surprise route for you. Absolutely. We had Was there a reason he kept it from you? No, he sent it to me. I just never read it. Oh, okay. Okay, that's cool. That's uh, that's man camping. Yeah. <laughs> we'll figure it out. As long as someone knows where we're going. <laughs> Well, in fairness, he forwarded me the, or he sent me the email and I forwarded off the trip notes to my wife and my family so that everybody knew where I was going in case we didn't return. They read it. Okay. As long as they knew. Yeah, it's fine. As long as you're safety people now, <laughs> you're good. You just had to show up with your, your underwear and your paddle. Exactly. Sort of sounds, sounds like a trip from last <laughs> fall. Show up with your boat and your paddle. You know what? These last couple of big of trips are working out for me. Yeah, for you. I'm doing even less than I normally do <laughs> and still making it through. Yeah, but did you have hurricanes this time? We did not. You did not. We did not. Okay, so <clears throat> I made a little list of questions here for you. Okay. Let's start at the top, shall we? Quetico. Stretch for this. 2000. Is this rapid fire? 90. Now it'll be sort of slow and you can expand on things as you go okay. and, and whatnot. And ex, ex, what's the word? Expand uh, and not enunciate. There's a word for it. Expound? Expound? Expound on the subject. Let's go with expound. Yeah, expound sounds good. That's a new word. And if it isn't a word, I patented that. Copyright. That's totally a word. Yeah. We're just using it wrong. I Probably. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, I just, so people that have never been know what to expect because to me when i'm looking at stuff like that i'm, I'm thinking i am thinking algonquin park you know a lot of lakes rivers portages campsites forests rocks 
You know, that's, that's sort of what I, I'm picturing that. Maybe a bit more rugged compared to, say, go go to Tomogamy Way as opposed to Algonquin. Um, so, yeah. So, a lot of people, I don't think, make it that far yet. Yeah, it's a long ways to go. Yeah. Uh, I got to think there are a lot of people from Northern Ontario hit that route into, Tomog- and, into uh, Quetico and whatnot. If so they're not, they're doing something wrong. Yeah, yeah. Like I say, uh, and Mike, Mike Burns, our buddy down in Windsor there, he's looking to go there. Is he going this year? Next year. Next year. He's going next year. So he's doing a solo trip. I saw that. Next year. Yep. So I'm sure he'll be listening to this. So let's just lie. Tell him it was a lot of fun. It's 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 going to be so easy, Mike. Flat portages. Super highway. Oh, yeah. Super highway portages. Yeah. Yeah, just bring a cart. Bring a canoe cart. No problems. Just bring a little portable fan and you'll just sail right across. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Portages, flat. They lied. It, it should say about 50 meters each. Some of them are just carryovers. And no elevation. Yeah. No all. elevation of flat. No. It's like it's the like, prairies. <laughs> I was just about to say yeah. that. Enjoy your trip, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> so you went, what time of year? Uh, we went, we started uh, on June 30th. So we went over Canada today. Okay, so Canada Day weekend. No other way to spend Canada Day. It was just you and John. Just me and John. Just the two years. One one canoe. One canoe. All right. We, we we didn't take my canoe. We actually took his. Lighter weight. Uh, about the same. But <laughs> A his seat. Is, his <laughs> is much nicer. Actually, has seats that aren't broken. Um, and his just. It's a Novacraft versus my Scott canoe. That Novacraft just sails through the water beautifully. Awesome. And how long did you go for? We went for eight days. Eight days. Eight days. Did that? In, was that was just paddling? That didn't include your that's, travel that's time. Paddling. That's a day okay. up there, day back, eight days in the park. That's or cool. Seven days in the park. Yeah, you know, because I mean, a lot of people are. Oh, you got to take two days to get up that way. Because we went. I mean, it was twenty-four hour drive up to um, Red Lake to go into Wilderness uh, Woodland Caribou. It's like, well, no. If you got two people, one sleeps, one drives. Yep. And then when one's getting tired, one wakes up, Mr. Sleepy, and you switch. Yep. Right? Now, problem with that being during the day, there's so much to see as you're driving. <laughs> Sometimes it's like, oh, yeah, I got to sleep now. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, one day is each way is, is cool, man. Oh, yeah. We, we, we left at 9 o'clock in the morning, and we got to the Quetigo campground yep. at about 2, 2.30 in the morning. Okay, that wasn't bad. Yeah. That wasn't bad at all. Um, yeah, so, and you say it took you about 18 and a half hours? Something like that. Okay. Uh, boo, 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 boo. What else I got? Oh. Somebody don't do the math. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> don't do the math. I know Google, when you Google map it from Toronto to to um, Quetico, it says 17 and a half hours. Something like that. Yeah, 17, 17. Actually, I think it said 16 and 48 or something like that. So I rounded up to 17 hours. It depends on whether or not you have a canoe on the car. And if you're speeding. Well, yeah. Not that anyone would admit speeding, but I've done Thunder Bay to back to Toronto in 13. John was speeding. <laughs> John was speeding. John was speeding. John sped He's not here to defend himself. Yeah, he was speeding. And uh, so let's talk your route. Now, I don't know a lot about the different routes in that. Now, I know that I think there's six different places to check in with a bunch of different little access points yep. that you can go into. 
So now, did you go around? Did you go to the very first one you came to, or what, what side of the park did you go through? So we went to the be the east side, the first one that you would come to. Okay, uh, it's called French Lake. Okay, right, it's right off of Highway Eleven. There's a, a, a full-on car camp uh, campground there. Oh, is that the Dawson Campground or something like that? It's called. Could be. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. There's a campground there. <laughs> I think it's the only one. <laughs> I was reading well, earlier. French Lake is all I got. French Lake, okay. French Lake. We'll go with French Lake. You can find it easily if you look up French Lake. Yeah, just Google it. Now, you know what? I found all, a lot of information about Quetico on the uh, Ontario Park site. Yeah. So you can find out a, a lot of their background stuff, all the activities and, and stuff um, that are offered from the Ontario Parks site. So you went to French River or French Lake. Yep. We, we got there at 2.30 in the morning and... Just figured we were going to sleep in the car, get up in the morning, and off we go. But the lovely park rangers came over to us and just told us to go take a site. So oh. set, set up, up at 2.30 in the morning. We still didn't. We just parked the car, had a quick drink, and got back in the car, went to sleep. Didn't think there was any point in setting up tents for two, three hours. Yeah. So. Uh, so day one. Day one, we checked in. We launched the boats. Um, talked to before we launched the boats. We we actually ran into a an ex guide of Quetico. Okay. Uh, from the Minnesota area, or the Minnesota, the state of Minnesota, not the Minnesota area. Yeah, the whole state of Minnesota, yeah. which is a big area. Yeah, a little bit. That yeah, works. Um, don't remember his name, but uh, they were they were telling us some stories about doing part of the route that we were doing uh which was a really tough couple of first days okay and apparently the that this guide had done them all in one day and just ran through would have been seven kilometers worth of portages and about 25 kilometers worth of paddling in one day so when they're saying the average portage is 400 meters and you're saying lies, boo-hooey. Lies, all lies. Lies. <laughs> we, we actually... Now, were they longer or did they just feel longer? No, they were longer. They were longer. <laughs> our, our, our very first portage was about 400 meters. Okay. According to this, it was... 200, then 400, then 200, then 265. So they just felt, <laughs> felt longer. So th- those those ones after... Well, you know what? Let's start at the beginning. A, the guides that we talked to, lies. They're all <laughs> big, fat liars. And if you're listening to this, feel free to get a hold of me on man camping. You're a liar. <laughs> Absolute liar. So it wasn't as... Well, what was the terrain like? It wasn't like the prairie, I take it. No. No. Uh, you know what? It actually wasn't that bad for the first first couple of days. Like, elevation-wise, it was right. kind of fairly flat. Um, it is very rocky. Portages are not marked. Oh, okay. And That's good to know. Campsites are not marked. Okay, another good thing to know. Uh, if you buy the, the map from Quetico. Right. It will actually state on the map that our ancestors didn't need to know where the campsites and where the portages were. They found their way, and so can you. Well, alrighty. 
So that, that but it's was good to know where the that general on, area on the map they'll show you, but they're not actually marked within the park. Sometimes you might see the tiniest little fleck of orange flagging tape. Oh, so at least you know if you're going to this lake that there's there's two according to the map, there's two sites on this lake. Nope. You've just got to find them. No, nope. no. So you don't even know on the map that there's the map does will show you the portages. Okay, but it will not show you any campsites. Oh, now how do they, so you're hopefully there, you find something that looks like a campsite, pile of rocks or something, something. Cause that's like woodland caribou. You had to look for the blazes on the trees for the portages. Yep. And then you see like a little pile of stones, a little cairn of stones or something, uh, piled on the shore and you know, oh, well there, there's probably a campsite there. Somebody's camped there sort of thing. Right. So it is that wild. It's not all marked up like Algonquin. No, you won't see any numbers. You won't see, you don't even know how many sites are on that that lake. So you just kind of paddle through and okay, hope that, there's one. That could be one or no, that one doesn't look so good. Let's see if there might be another one right? or, or you're heading to the next lake. Right. Yeah. Okay. Now, I don't know how our guys found out, but they knew which lakes, I guess they talked to somebody and were marking down. Yeah, there's one on this lake. There's one on this lake. There's one on this lake sort of thing. See. John did his research and used backcountry maps. Okay. Which do show campsites. And how accurate? Lies. 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 All lies. The theme of this year's trip in Quetico was lies. Lies. (laughs) Everybody lies. Lies. But you know what? We go on these trips uh, specifically not knowing what's going on because we want the we want the adventure we call that tuesday in my house absolutely we we want the adventure we don't want to know i know you're the the planning guy we call you dossier and all the rest of it you want to know where everything is we're we're totally the opposites we'll just fly by the seat of the pants right we'll find it as we go it's part of the adventure yeah well that's totally understandable totally understandable um but yeah like i say i i'm sort of like you when it came to the woodland caribou place a trip we did. Um, they were looking for somebody. I'm not sure if somebody backed out or whatever, but my name was put forward as a alternative, and I got the call. So Derek was gone. Derek wasn't even here. We weren't even. We weren't even doing that. At the oh, really? we weren't even doing this at that point. And um, uh, yeah, uh, Mark Rubino, Mark in the Park. Yep. He uh, said, "Yeah, I got a buddy, Sean. That'd be right into this." And he said, "Hey, dude." And I'm like, "Well, let's see if I can get a month off work and." Uh, See if it'll work. And yeah, it did. And I said, where are we going? He says, Woodland Caribou. And what do I need? Well, we'll send you what you need to bring. We'll organize our trip up and everybody meets up. We do the float plane in, give us your money and uh, we'll have a blast. Nice. Well, okie dokie. And I brought my spot unit so people could follow us around. That's what I like about spot. Yeah. Um, the fact that, yeah, if you need help way back there, you got the button to press. But people, it's it's... The reality TV shows everybody watches on TV. This is like a reality computer internet show where people at work and all that, they're following you during the day. Oh, look where they're going. Oh, I know they're supposed to go up here. And oh, yeah, they're making it. And we've seen it with the meanest link. Everybody following the meanest link and guessing how far they're going to make it that day and and all that sort of thing. So that's why I I did like the spot for that unit. But unfortunately, pricing for all those has gotten a bit. Yeah. You know, because everybody wants to connect it to your phone and all that garbage that even though I just have the very first spot unit that all it does is track and asks for help. 
yeah. I'm still paying the prices for all these high tech gadgets, which it's the same spot that I have. Yeah. You know, and it, it yeah. So it, it's, it's like driving a Volkswagen bug and being expected to pay Ferrari prices, you know, so that, that kind of sucks. But, um, yeah, being able to, to just follow along and see stuff like that and, and just show up and say, okay, well, here's where we're going. And I just said, okay, well, this is where we're going. Here's our, our route. Hope you guys can follow it. Hopefully I make it out alive. <laughs> <laughs> so at least somebody knew the route. Yep. Ish. I, I always leave a, a trip log, trip notes. Plan. Trip plan. Yeah, trip plan. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you have to, you have to leave that with people just so that they know, you know, yeah, if something happens or if something happens at home, they need to send somebody in to get you or find you. Yeah. That sort of thing. Right. So uh, that's pretty cool. And, uh, so John knew where you're going. Yep. The first two days, according to the, what the guides and the map said were complete lies. Yep. Now through your whole trip, did you have problems finding any of the portages and, um, and campsites? Uh, no, not really. We, we used a lot of islands. Okay. Right. So the first couple of days, instead of trying to find the, the islands that were on a backup map so that we knew where they were, which were lies anyways, <laughs> uh, we usually just found a big enough island that, that could support us that didn't look too overused. And right. the route that we were taking, overuse was not an issue. Nobody was... There that been... crap crazy enough to. Now, did you see it. any people while you were up there? We spent the first our first fifteen minutes of the of the trip. Right, we were lost. <laughs> it was we, all we, downhill we, from we, there. We got lost fifteen minutes into it, um, and started laughing with a couple of canoeists that were kind of launching at the same time, and finally told us that we were going the wrong way. So we turned around, finally found out where we were going. And didn't see a soul for the next three days. Okay, that's cool. You so, got it like that. We went up uh, what's called Baptism Creek. So it was like 18 or 19 kilometers up this twisting, winding creek against the current. Uh, that was fun. And what was the heat like that day? The whole trip, it never dipped below 30, probably 33. Oh, Celsius, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, plus whatever the humidity was on top of that. Um, every portage that, that we hit was for the first day was muddy, full of, of animal tracks and aminal, aminal, aminals. Wow. All those aminals, animal tracks and, uh, and remnants, lots and lots of remnants. Uh, best we can figure there, there, there was moose about a kilometer ahead of us. Okay. Right. Because everything was very, very fresh. Ah. Very, very fresh. Right. Right. When you're saying remnants, you're talking, you're not talking bodies. You're talking. No. Who? I am. A lot of poo. Lots of scat. All righty then. So, but you know what though? Like it comes down to a point, would you prefer the mud or would you prefer rocks? At a, at a landing site, at a port, the front and end of a portage. Rocks. Yeah? Especially after I explain the next two days. Okie dokie. <laughs> next two days, if you will, please. So the whole reason why we chose this trip, John actually came up with a few different routes. 
Right. One that would actually take us down into Boundary Waters. Okay. Cross so, the border. So we could cross the border. Uh, and when he explained to me the the route that we've ended up choosing, which is called the, the Cache Lake uh, Loop, there's two portages. The first one's three and a half kilometers. Awesome. And the second one is three kilometers. So right there, your average 400 meters is out the door. Right. Okie dokie. Lies. And this is, we, we, we read up on, or I said should say, John read up on some of the <laughs> reviews on the Cash Lake portages. And portage from hell came up a lot. Um, I'm sorry I ever started canoeing came up a lot. Uh, just pure regret from anybody who tried these. Did he read those reviews before or yes. after? Before. Okay. So he explained these to me and I just started laughing. I didn't say a word. And he really wanted to do the route that goes into the boundary waters. And I just would laugh and stare at him. And finally he's like, we're doing the bloody cash lake loop, aren't we? And yeah. Yeah, we are. Whatever's going to be the toughest, whatever's going to be the challenge, let's do that one. Okay. So this was your choice, not his. I didn't know what I was getting into. It just sounded like the tougher trip, so I chose it. Oh, okay. And then I forced him into it. <laughs> okay. So. So we, after day <laughs> one, we got to the, the first of these portages. And the park had told us before we left that the portage maintenance crew had actually been through that area. Okay. Like a week, two weeks before. Good news for us. Everything should be clear. No, no blowdowns across the portage. They didn't do a damn thing. So they were through. They were through. Didn't necessarily mean they, <laughs> they actually were working. They just went through. You know what, though? I'm kind of I'm not surprised that they didn't do anything because if you're going through there, pretty sure that you want the challenge. Right. So they just left it as is. Okay. And then everything after that was nice and clear and they had done all kinds of work to it. Right. But these two portages. So so if you're willing to get by this, you will get your rewards further down the trail. Exactly. And you did. We did. But first... (laughs) <laughs> we had to get past these. Oh, wait, that's another story. <laughs> so three and a half kilometers of portaging. We would carry the packs through for 10 minutes. Okay. Double back, grab the canoe, bring it through, and keep on leapfrogging. Right. Four hours of portaging to get through three and a half kilometers. Wow. Because it's nothing but knee-deep bog and slog and bugs and every horrible portage story that you can imagine. You sure you were on the portage though? Yeah. Sadly. Okay. There's there there was cut logs every once in a while. Note to self. It it was definitely the right way. There's a there's a there's a marsh in the middle of it. Um there's a river crossing in the middle of it. Oh, that's cool. Oh yeah. We thought about taking the the river to see if we could get through, but <laughs> turns out it's a good thing we didn't because apparently it just goes down, bottlenecks you, and takes you two days to get out of it. Oh. So glad we made that decision not to. Not to, yeah. Sometimes uh, it is greener on the other side of the fence. It is. <laughs> so we we 
finally got to the end. Um, drank about five liters of water throughout this entire thing because it's not dipping below 33, 34 degrees. Yeah. That'd be the hard part, man, keeping yourself hydrated. Oh, you've never seen two guys collapse at the end of a portage and just sit being bitten by all the bugs and not caring. Just need to sit, grab something to eat, and chill out for about a half an hour. Right. Before you go do the other one. See, and this is where the, the lies from that guide came in. Who said that they did that one and the next one, plus all the rest of the paddling, all in one day. I'm calling bullshit. But that depends on what the portage was like at the time. No. Was it winter? Was this early, early, early spring? Even if it was... I I can't I can't see everything it. was frozen. He didn't sink. Well, maybe, but I don't know how he's paddling on frozen water. Well, that's how come he did it in a day. He's got Flemish giant yeah. rabbits pulling his. That's pulling what his I'm canoe. saying. There you go, buddy. So was that wor- the worst of it for the entire trip? No. Oh, this is awesome. No, no. We 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 stayed on Cash Lake. Which so okay so now you're you're thinking. Maybe John's route was better? No. No? No. <laughs> At some point, deep down. <laughs> now, after every portage, especially those hard ones, you kind of look at each other and go, it wasn't that bad. But you didn't know what was ahead of you. <laughs> this, is, this is also true. So as as John put it, um, it, it's sad that John's not here to actually tell his side of the story of it, but... Uh, he told me a couple of times that he actually wished for death. Uh-huh. Yeah. But then realized he had two daughters at home he needed to get to. So it kind of drove him to get through it all. <laughs> uh, Daddy almost died to make sure he got home to you. <laughs> Daddy almost just gave up and said, this is where I live now. <laughs> I'm a hermit. Hermit of cash. <laughs> you, guys, you guys got to move up here. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why we always... Made sure our axes and uh, saws are easy access when there's all the blowdowns and stuff. Yep. Just so you don't have to deal with that. But if you're dealing with marsh and bog and sinking and mud, there's nothing you can do. No. Just soldier on through it and hope you walk out with both your shoes. Well, by the, by the time you're done, it's only a three and a half kilometer portage, but it's through all the marsh and bog. Twice. And you're going back and then doing it again. So you're doing three times that yeah so you're doing what 10 and a half 11 kilometers yeah 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 lovely mm-hmm. fantastic we, we we even brought so i, I have the the canadian muscle yeah to drive drive the bugs away i have some 98 percent deet that i got down in the u.s right and what's the what's the new one the deet free the it's Bicaridin. No, I'm not sure. I know there's permethrin that they put on their clothes for ticks and stuff, but I don't know. There, there's there's yeah. a new one out. It's it's deet free. It's supposed to be better for you. Okay. None of it works up there. It'll work down here. It works great. Once you go up there, just don't bother. They don't care. No. We're just gonna eat, eat whatever comes through. No, the I'm, cannibals I'm, up I'm, there, buddy. It's it's been two weeks. I'm still healing. It's a whole new breed of bugs <laughs> up there. <laughs> they're prehistoric. So that was day two. That was day two. That was day two, and you stayed on the lake. No problem. No problems finding the camp. How were the campsites? 
Uh, small. Yeah. Well, I guess that's because a lot of people are just passing through there. They're not. I don't. I don't know that it, that Quetico is really a place that people like hang out for weeks at a time. Is it? Depends on where you go. Yeah. Depends on where you go. The fishing is wild. Now, were you fishing all the way through, or just stop every? Didn't swap fish in? at all. <laughs> We've been told that the fishing is wild. Lies. <laughs> Might be lies. Might be fishing too. Unconfirmed lies. So you, you didn't take your fishing gear or anything? No. You know what? Uh, most of the time that we we do a bigger trip, yeah, we bring the fishing gear and we're just we're going we're paddling all day long. We're we're trying to get to the the next spot and. Like I said, most of it for us is always the challenge of completing it and getting through some rough areas, things like that. So we end up bringing the fishing gear and all we do is portage it. Yeah, we went. I've been on trips like that. We went through Wabakimi years ago and we did, I think, 120 kilometers. Never dropped a line. Wow. But brought the fishing gear all the way through. So this time we decided. The fishing gear had a nice trip. The fishing gear had a lovely <laughs> boat cruise. <laughs> Through the wild. Not a stitch of work. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I've, I've done trips like that, but then there's other trips where it's like at the end of every portage, if you're hitting the end of a waterfall, you give a few casts, maybe catch one or two, toss them back, and then on your way. And then once camp's set up and maybe before dinner, if it's still laid out, maybe go out in the lake, try a few times, that sort of thing. And, you know, yeah, there, there's, there doesn't seem to be a ton of... Of fishing, unless you're doing rest days and stuff like that. Yeah. And yeah, you know, I'm going to go up for a couple hours and do some fishing sort of stuff. And that's about it. Or if you're not portaging, like our Moose River trip. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you got yeah. fished. Yeah. 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 Those are a lot of fish we caught, weren't they? By the bucket loads. <laughs> I think what, three? Three. Three. That was awesome. So the campsites are small. Um, yeah. Do yeah. They, ha- they all have fire pits or like the, the ones that you... The, one, actually... the ones that we stopped at did. Okay. Right. Uh, very, very small, very basic, very rustic. Um, but not a lot of people do that route. Right. So for the first couple of days, they're they're all very, very small campsites. Uh, no thunder boxes. No, no thunder boxes. Yeah. Find a place, dig a hole. Hopefully there's something you can, branch you can lean on or sit over. Or, or a log. A or log. A... Or a pooping rock wall. Those are always yeah, nice. Yeah, those yeah. are always good. Yeah. <laughs> hundred ways to poop in the bush. <laughs> could write a book. Uh, so, yeah. So, just rustic, bare bones, enough to stop, put your, your tent up, or whatever shelter you're using, cook your dinner, have a, maybe a little fire, and be on your way the next so, day sort of thing. Yeah. The the campsite that we had on Cache Lake, we had, it was just a small rock point. It was just enough to put up uh, to two man tents. Okay. And like wedge the canoe in there. Uh, like very, very small. Right. Okay. That is quite small. Yeah. Wow. And, but some were, some were bigger or they were mostly that size. For the first couple of days, that's the size. That was the size. Yeah. Okay. The islands were a little bit nicer. Okay. So now did things open up later on? Bigger lakes and... Absolutely. Once, bigger campsites? Once we got through the second... Death March Portage. Uh, actually, can't call it that. There is one up there called Death March Portage, which I found out later. Okay. I should have done that one. But, um, once we got through the the second Hell Portage, mm-hmm. then 
we we stopped at the first campsite that we saw just to make something to eat and refuel and kind of take a, a little bit of a rest. And it was like the Shangri-La. Oh, yeah? It was absolutely massive. You probably could have put uh, seven or eight tents on it. Wow. Uh, had the, somebody had built a, a massive fire pit out of all the rocks. They made the, the fallen tree log uh, benches. They even had a cooking, a flat rock cooking table. It was so they must have been there for a few days to be doing that kind of... That lake, what lake was it? Was Conippy. Conippy, okay. Yeah, because if, if you're taking that kind of time to... You're either staying there for a while or you're going to keep coming back there. That is apparently one of the best fishing lakes in the park. Really? So that's where we started so to see people. Okay. And we started to run into canoes and found it very strange for one of our bigger wilderness trips to actually see people. Yeah. We're used to not seeing people for seven days and forgetting how to interact with humans. <laughs> not being a member of society anymore. Don't throw your poop at them. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. That's, um, you figure. So there's got to be another route, of course, coming in. People aren't doing those two portages to get in there that you guys did. No, they are doing the rest of the route that we did as their way to get in there and back out. Really? Instead of doing these hellish portages. Yeah. Well, so each into their own, I guess. Wimps. Wimps. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's not the man camping way. You, you <laughs> take the hard doing? route. Come on. Yeah, hand in your canoe and your paddle at the door and get out. Man card. Yeah, take the man card from them. Uh, Okay, so that was day three. Day three, we finished up that that next hellish portage, um, which I I, I did a video walkthrough. Okay. Just to show people what it was like. Obviously, can't show you guys right now, but you can find... uh, We'll we'll post it up on our site soon. Okay, yeah, and we'll share it onto uh, our Facebook page and that. Um. Really funny, being knee deep in muck and watching John fall over with his back with, with his pack on. Turtle. I a haven't laughed that hard in a while uh, before he started yelling at me, but it was so deep a muck that I actually had to get in front of him just to pull him out. I couldn't actually push him up. Uh, he didn't find it quite so funny until but later. I did. <laughs> funny is in the eye of the beholder. Exactly. Now. I know in a lot of places you're you're like knee deep in muck and some waist deep in muck leeches. Yes or no? No. Really? Surprisingly, no. See, that's the only, I mean, I wouldn't care about going through it, but you get to the end and you're all these little wigglies hanging off your legs. You're like, oh. That's what, well, I'm, I'm a smoker, so it doesn't really matter to me. You just let a smoke, burn them off. Burn them off, yeah. Well, I, my uh, safety kit has a bunch of little... Um, Salt packets from various fast food restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> Get yes. out the McDonald's salt and we'll just start pouring it all over. Yeah, people have said, "Why do you got all that stuff in there?" Leeches. Oh, there's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. I never thought yeah. about that. Oh yeah, yeah. Stop at McDonald's or Burger King or something on your way through. Just grab some extra salt. <laughs> no, we don't need pepper. Just grab salt. <laughs> just, just salt. <laughs> just salt, man. That's it's. It, Funny, like the, the thought crossed my mind as we were going through some of it, and then you'd get to the end, and uh, there, 
when we got to the end of the second portage, there was a couple of things. There was John asking me why we were stupid enough to do these portages. Right. And he actually he posted some photos on Instagram and, and, and quoted me on my response. You're part of the 1% of people that are stupid enough to get outside their comfort zone and actually push themselves. It's the same 1% that will run a marathon yeah. or anything else, right? Yeah, step outside the, your comfort zone. Step outside totally the box, it. man. Do something totally different. Totally worth it once you finish it. But yeah. while you're doing it, you're like, what is wrong with you? Yeah. So Been there. Done that. <laughs> but John, John tells me afterwards that he also read a report. I think it was Kevin Callan that did uh, the Cash Lake portages and got a tick where you really don't want a tick. Ooh. And... I think it was I think it was with Andy and Andy obviously wasn't going to help him. Help him. <laughs> he was on his own. He'll tell his story, right? If he dies the the whole nine yards. So every time we finished one of those portages, we kind of John went left, I went right. Do a Do quick a check. check. Okay, no, we're good. So no ticks. Happy yeah. report. See, I mean I I've talked about this on the show before because apparently ticks are being beaten to death this this last couple of years. Um it's not really for me the fact that you get a tick or a or a leech on you. Like I mean, what you just pull them off. But it's the fact that they're like ticks are burrowing into you, leeches are like biting and sucking all your blood out like that. It's the ooh factor more than anything. See, it doesn't bother me. Like yeah. just go to war with them. You want to attack me? I'll attack yeah. you. I'm well, I mean win. that's exactly I I was on Bice Lake last year and there's this massive um what's that about three inch leech on my foot i just picked my room in the water but it's just like ew dude what are you doing <laughs> why you gotta be like that why why do you gotta be like that come on tick what did i do to you yeah i mean i had a tick in the back of my leg and i'm just like Ugh. it's trying to burrow into me like what am i a riverbank you know what knock on wood i've never had a tick that's the only one i've ever had and that was out in saskatchewan <laughs> I was what sixteen at the time, so See, that's many many years ago. I, I, I was thinking about the next couple of portages. I was going to like duct tape the boxer shorts so that they couldn't get Saran into. Wrap. Like I don't care if you want to get on my arms and everything, but if you want to get in certain areas, no. The swimsuit area, <laughs> feeling all tingly in the swimsuit area, Sweet. and there's ticks down Scott, there. Scott, you're looking kind of waxed in some areas. Yeah. What was that duct tape? Yeah, it was a boyzillion <laughs> canoe trip boyzillion. <laughs> <laughs> that's, we gotta that's gotta be some sort of term man it is now yeah tick protection duct tape boyzillion that's all, all we're gonna say farmer tans and boyzillions oh yeah so you got into the better better areas after the the big portages now further on down the line so you had a couple days of good sailing yep good camping Beautiful weather, no rainstorms. No rainstorms. Lots of bugs. One severe headwind that we had to. to Okay. Now, how are the winds? Because I know like afternoon winds in Algonquin are always a thing. Yeah. The you know what we we only had we had a headwind one day, which is uh, that same day that we finished the the Cash Lake portage. Right. Uh, We had to wait it out for only about an hour. Okay. Uh, that wasn't too bad. We 
kept going on our way, but it put us about a kilometer or two behind where we where we were supposed to where be. Where hope to be. Uh, and then the last day. The last day was treacherous, but we'll get to that. Okay. <laughs> so a couple of good days of paddling then. And then... Beautiful days of paddling. Uh, no rain. I shouldn't say that. Uh, we watched severe thunderstorms off in the distance. But nothing hit you. But nothing hit us. Awesome. Uh, it rained once. Before we got up for about three minutes. So you don't mind that. If you're all tucked no. up in, in your tent and having a snooze and it rains, go to town. But when it's wake up time, the rain better be gone. Yep. Yeah. That's perfect. <laughs> no, every day we had we had nothing but sunshine, got absolutely burnt and roasted and, and the sun was beating on us the whole time. But stopped paddling at about four or five o'clock. Right. Drop everything. Into the water for a float, right? Have a quick whiskey. Everything is red as rain. So even if you were overheating, you're good to go. Yeah, if you is is you got to have that place to to cool off in the water at yep. some point. Yeah, and hopefully there you're not in a boggy lake or something like that. No, you know what? All the lakes there, uh, all the lakes that we hit. I'm not speaking for all the lakes that are there, <laughs> but all the lakes that uh, that we hit. Um, it was weedy and marshy along the portages. Everything else was 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 clear. Really? Yeah. Cool. So great. We've managed to to luck out and find great swimming areas on great campsites. There. How many beaches? Were there like a lot of beaches, beaches. A, a few beaches, or we didn't hit any beaches. I think we saw one or two. Okay. Right, and it was, eh, maybe a little bit more than that. Maybe three or four uh, that you could have camped on. Right. That were really nice, but we we usually try and find something with a with either a rock face we can jump in or a nice sloping. Right, you don't want the sand, sand gets everywhere too. It does. Yeah, and they got the sand flies. Moose River and, sand, dude. I'm still finding that places. <laughs> I am Moose River sand I'm is everywhere. Still finding Moose River sand through some of my stuff. Uh, so there was a second batch of bad portages. Or was that uh, just the stuff at the front? No. So once we, every, everything kind of started to become smooth sailing, uh, which we knew was eventually going to end because it's a man camping trip. Right. right? There's got to be something. Um, so we we came to a set of rapids. Let me find here. should probably actually tell people where we actually went for the rest of the lakes. Um, so we hit from Canippy, we hit Shelly, Shelly to Keats, Keats to Chatterton, Chatterton to Russell, Sturgeon, Oliphants, Pickerel River, and I think it was along the, the Pickerel River. We were going to have to do a, about a kilometer and a half portages, a portage around a set of rapids. Okay. And John has always been the navigator. I've always been the boat captain. Okay. That's just the way we roll. We've got a perfect paddling partnership set up. We both paddle at the same pace. Um, we always drive each other when he's dying. I usually have the energy. And if I'm dying, he has the energy. Right. Perfect paddling pair. So we, we're coming close to the portage and we find a set of rapids. And it's not on the map. And it's not where it's supposed to be. 
So we figured, okay, it's probably Swift. Let's just try and paddle up. Now, I don't know if you've ever tried to paddle up a set of rapids. Um, Moose River Bridge? Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. This one went way... And try was all we could do. This, this one went way better. Way better. <laughs> so we... I should say John picked a line and went, okay, just stay to the left and go as far left as you can and we'll get up some steam and we'll just go right up the set of rapids. Right. So off we go. And we got up some steam and the, the flowing water towards us didn't really slow us down. But the hidden rock that you couldn't see. Slowed you right down. Sort of. Sort of. It. Uh, we launched off of that rock. Okay. And next thing I know, John was straight up in the air. And we did a 120 degree turn that landed the canoe sideways into the rapids. Oh. Not, uh, not the place you want to be. No. Not at all. So Unless you're a man camper. Well, here's, here's <laughs> the thing. If it was an Olympic sport... We would have gotten at least an 8.8 because we stuck the landing. Okay. (laughs) We stuck the landing. So we 120 degree high sided the canoe, landed sideways into the rapids with the boat filling full of water. We both managed to shift our weight at the same time and stick the landing. Awesome. Rode the rapids back down with a half sinking boat. Okay. (laughs) Got, Got to the side, get everything out, dump the canoe out. Sit and, and have a drink and let the adrenaline stop flowing, <laughs> killing ourselves laughing, going, what in the hell ever thought made us think that going up the rapids was a good idea? As par for the course. Right? Seemed like a good idea at the time. Everything was working. <laughs> Go up the rapids. Yeah. So we decided to lift over those portages and just do a, there was no portage marked. So we just kind of made our own. It was only about 40, 50 feet. Oh, okay. Uh, but we weren't going to try going up them again. But the Novacraft, again, not a scratch on that thing. Kevlar plates work extremely well. Perfect. Now, you didn't think this was the, the rapids that were on the map? No. Well, at first we did, and then we decided it wasn't. And then we thought, yeah, they are. And no, they're not. And then we tried to go up them and decided, no, that's definitely not them. <laughs> it's just an unmarked rapid. Okay. Don't know where it came from or why they it's didn't new. mark it on the map. It's new. Just a new addition Our to the park. Our ancestors didn't need these maps. Because um, they weren't right. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, things were left lies. off of Lies. Them. Yeah. All lies. lies. More lies. Uh, so we finally found the Portage. And it's beautiful scenery. Uh, there's... By the time we got into this section of the park, you're starting to get into more elevation. Uh, right. So some waterfalls and stuff like that? Yeah. Really, really nice sets of rapids that would go into a, a, a pool, almost, almost not quite a lake, not quite a pond. Okay. Uh, and then we'd flow back down into more. And it was really nice, except for the fact that we were going up and having to portage up and around these things. All day. All day, in the heat, with the bugs. Awesome. Yeah. 
Lots of breaks, lots of water, lots of cursing, lots of swearing. Did you have anywhere else to be? Nope. Awesome. Nope, not at all. <laughs> and what day, uh, what day was this uh, that you did this? By this time, this is day... This is still day one. I don't know. We lost track of time. We, we, we built in a rest day. I don't even think we ended up using it. Really? Because you didn't have fishing gear. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I said. Maybe. And we we also decided that we we have a tradition of getting out of wherever we're we're canoeing and we've got to go spend the night and go have some beers and go run a muck in the town. So we can either have a rest day or we can go teach Thunder Bay a lesson. All right. Get out a day early. <laughs> exactly. ah, we did that in Moose Nay, didn't we? Yep. <laughs> That was a man camping trip, apparently. <laughs> that one was a life-threatening situation, though. Yeah, yeah, that was a bit different, but that was still fun. So, um, so you got through. So basically, the rest of it was all nice, easy portaging, paddling. It it wasn't bad. A couple of times, actually, um, and I, I I don't know if it made it this far or exactly what it was, but we got up uh, the last morning, so day six or day seven. Uh, and it was very misty. Okay. And the mist never really burnt off, so it kind of started to look like smoke. And I couldn't tell if it was me that smelled like campfire or if I could smell campfire somewhere within the oh, park. right. So I started to think, okay, forest is, fire. is there forest fires? Which it turns out that northwest of the park there was. So I don't know if that was... F- flowing in or whether I just right. stunk like campfire from being in the woods for seven days. Yeah. Could, could be. Could be either way. Yeah. I mean, when you're that close to the campfire, you're surprised how much, how far that smoke drifts. And you know? when you're the, the second person on the portage, it could be John stinking to yeah. hell. Yeah. It was John. With a breeze. Just blame John. Yeah, exactly. So, so. <laughs> but so it turns then, out there was forest fire, so I don't know. Yeah. Could have been. Uh, so then that was your last day and you... So... The park wasn't going to give it up that easy. Um, <laughs> the the last lake that we hit is Pickerel. Yeah, Pickerel Lake that takes us back to French Lake. And it was, it's a big lake. And it's a long lake. So I think it was about 14 kilometers that we had to paddle on that lake. Wow. Yeah. That is a long lake. And it's a very wide lake. And the wind just was throwing us all over the place. It White was, caps and... It was half tailwind, but kind of coming in from the side, so... Oh, angle from the back. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's... I, I'm doing more steering than I yeah. am paddling, and John's trying to paddle, and we, we finally had to... We found an island to kind of take a break. Yeah. And get something to eat, and kind of refuel, see if we could wait it out. There's no waiting it out. Yeah. And we got three quarters of the way uh, back to where we needed to be. And the wind decided to go away oh. for about 20 minutes before it became a headwind. Oh, it was just re- re-energizing itself yeah. and changing direction. It was, okay, we've uh, we've thrown you around this way for a little bit. And now you're almost there and you're dead tired and you've been at this for hours and hours. Now it's going to be a headwind. Happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> so here you go. So we were, by the time we got back to the car, we were pretty much cooked. Right. 
So that's now Pickerel Lake that you got to portage into the French to get back no, to, or is it just ends? No, it's uh, Pickerel Lake kind of goes into a, uh, a marshy area. That's uh, another twisting winding river for okay. four or five kilometers. And it empties out back into, uh, into French Lake where we start. So you're making some good, uh, some good distance during the days. Yeah, the the total we did, uh, I think it was 143 kilometers. Okay. For the total trip. And then another, I don't know, probably 30 kilometers of portaging. Because you're basically tripling each one. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's that's a lot. So that sounds like you had fun, though. Uh, I wouldn't trade it for the world. Animals. Do you see any? We saw bald eagles. Okay. We saw beavers. Right. We saw moose tracks, bear tracks, uh, and what we, some sort of large cat, lynx, bobcat. Oh, yeah? Uh, tracks. Okay. But in general, we're probably louder than they are and laughing hysterically and having a great time while we're canoeing. So, yeah. The they n- heard you coming. Nothing's coming near us. All righty. If, if you've, been, <laughs> if you've <laughs> been on a trip with us, you've been on a trip with me, but you haven't been on a trip with me and John. Right. Yeah, we, we we get louder and we feed off of each other, so we don't need to bring bear bangers. We just talk. Giggle. <laughs> We're just talking <laughs> loud. Uh, anything funky for food or was it just a lot of easy peasy, quick dry? No, you know what? I actually had to bring a second pack. For food? For my food. Really? Wow. I'm, I'm actually trying to go. I know it, it might be a surprise to everybody else because I, I see a lot of people talking about all kinds of dehydrated meals and all the rest of it. I'm yeah. going the other way. I'm rehydrated to, already. I, I'm trying to get away from some of the the dehydrated meals and go with real food again. So I brought out uh, Korean short ribs, which we I, had up on Moose River. Yep. They were good. So I brought those back out. I uh, had uh, fresh bacon and eggs. Right for the later half of the trip, you kind of don't have much of a choice. You got to go with some yeah. of the some of those meals or some dried food and soups and and stuff like that. But yeah, I brought a lot of actual fresh food rather than they call it space food. Yeah, right. The freeze dried or dehydrated meals. Yeah, and see, I mean, with the the, the freeze dry or the, the dehydrated stuff um i've gotten into making the big meals like the big goulashes and um different pasta meals and stuff like that so you bring in your pasta but you dehydrate the sauce or whatever that goes yep. in and then when you rehydrate that and you cook up your pasta and it, it's really i mean some of the, the recipes are coming out with now like it Still tastes fresh if you do it right. Oh yeah, we, we had some of that, which is really, and that's that's way. I mean, yeah, these quick little. Oh yeah, I'm just gonna add water just to this little, whatever you buy at the store sort of thing. No. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'll go. I'll do the boil in the bag rice. Yep. Right. That's what it used to do. But now these ones that you rip the top off and you put it in your microwave. Oh, the, like the the sidekicks. The, the sidekicks in yeah, that. They're great. You bring those in. You dump them in a pot. Add a little bit of water so they don't burn. You don't need a microwave. I mean, they're 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 pushing it as a microwavable thing to hey, you need to save time so you can eat properly. Put one of these in your microwave. No, you throw a couple of those in a pot. You add some water just so they don't burn to the bottom. You reheat it all on a pot over your stove or whatever, or the you know the side of the fire pit while your meat's cooking, sort of thing. Yep. 
And oh man, there are so many choices for good food these days. The the only downside to those is if they ever get wet, the labels peel off. So it's, Surprise! it's just the bag. So you actually don't know which one you're eating, but you know you got food. Yeah, you know it's food. Right? Yeah. So it, it, it takes up more space, but I actually brought a, like a, a bigger dry bag that was just full of my food. Yeah. So. See, I, that's what I find is I, I try to eat that way. Um, bring something fresh for the cup first, like, you know, steaks or burgers or something for the first couple of days. And then everything sort of, I mean, I'm, I'm not one on big breakfast. I like my oatmeal, uh, for breakfast. So I'll just do the instant oatmeal sort of things and a bagel or something maybe, or we get these flatbread things now. They're like the diameter of a bagel, but they're flat. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah, I've seen So that. you toast those up and when I got the peanut butter powder. So I can bring the powder and then I got a little thing that I can just mix up peanut butter and instead peanut of bringing butter a, powder. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So you're not actually bring, but it actually tastes pretty, it tastes just like peanut butter when you mix it. Does it? Just okay. throw some water in there to the consistency and spread it on like your toasted thing. And it's lighter than bringing peanut butter. Fair enough. So you bring all that sort of stuff. And now this, uh, the trips I'm doing now, I'm practicing, I'm trying this ghee. The clarified butter is ghee. So you don't need to keep it cold. Okay. But I bought some at this because it's it's time consuming to make it. But I bought some because um, the Indian, like from India, they use it. So you can buy jars of it. Really? So you just scoop some into a smaller container. So it tastes like regular butter. Regular. It's like it's clarified butter basically. So instead of bringing butter, which will go bad, you bring this stuff, which you just keep it out of direct sunlight. When it warms up, it gets a bit runny, but. Yeah. Hmm. So taking your butter, you can throw some in, you know, just put some dollops of it inside your fish when you're cooking it up sort of thing. And That's why you just bring bacon. Just bacon grease. Bring bacon. Bacon, bacon, bacon. Bacon. Yeah. That's just, yeah. Like I say, I like, I like, I get up in the morning, I boil some water for a coffee or a hot chocolate or whatever. I make my oatmeal. I eat, pack, gone. Uh, see, no, we, we, for the first couple of days, we were feasting it up. Uh, we had bacon and eggs. We had hash browns. We had uh, bannock. Yeah. Right? The, the whole nine yards. Load right up before you go. Yeah. And see, I, out I, there, just... I, I eat better out in the wilderness than I do at home. Oh, and see, when I get out in the wilderness, I, I eat, if I'm lucky, a quarter of what I eat at home. I, I just don't eat out there. I am not hungry when I'm out there. I'll ha- I'll bring a big ass meal, and oh man, this looks so good! I'm going to enjoy this, and I'll cook it up. I'm like, I'm stuffed. Yeah, and I don't. It's just something. Yeah, you know, like I mean, something. And I would polish twice as much at home. I'm I'm telling you now, John is six three. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah, he's a, tall, but 140 pounds. There's nothing to this stick of a man. Absolutely love you, John, but uh, there's nothing Skinny. to this guy. <laughs> but he can pack away more food than anybody you've ever seen. And I'm fairly certain that he actually plans his meals when we're camping around the fact that he's going to eat half of everything that I make. <laughs> Al, he'll, I, I've watched him polish off like a, a two-person uh, freeze-dried meal. And then oh, he, they're never two people. They, they are. But he's just salivating, looking at me, going, okay, I know he's going to finish soon. And I'll eat half of it and give it to him. Right. So Yeah, and see, I would eat half and go, yeah, dude, go to town. 
I, I just don't eat as much when I'm back country as I do at home. And I don't know why I think it's, but I got a buddy, <laughs> not to be gross, his sphincter shuts the minute he hits the back country. And he's like, I'm going to go sit on the thunder box. And it's like, I might as well not. I just don't go when I'm out there. And we've been out for four or five days and dude, it's got, but then we hit like a Timmy's on the way home. Whoa, I'm hitting that bathroom. Oh no. See, that's one of the greatest things about being in the wilderness is pooping out in the woods. There's one site on Bice Lake and Algonquin Park. It's Bice Lake. I'm sure it's Bice Lake and Algonquin. It's up higher. And you get a really nice view of the lake while you're oh, pooping. Poop with, poop with a view. Poop with a view. Oh, yeah. nothing. Like, and no one sees you because I've paddled past. Like, man, people are going to see me. And you're looking. You're like, I can't even see it. I can't see the Thunderbox from the lake. So you're just walking. Yeah, I can see you, but you can't see me. I was going to say, if you want to turn this into a, th- a Thunderbox episode, <laughs> I have stories upon stories upon stories. I don't know if you have to put some sort of disclaimer. Some, some caveat. <laughs> At the front. Uh, so bugs were bad. Bugs were terrible. Okay. Um, bug spray doesn't work. Bug spray doesn't work. I got some 99% deep woods off or something like that. 99% deet. And that's from like the 80s or something like that. So <laughs> if, if it's still from the 80s, it's probably super potent by now. <laughs> the bugs are just licking me going, oh yeah, that's the stuff right there. Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, good evenings around the fire. Lots of stars. Uh, you know what? We did our best to stay up at least one night to see the stars. <laughs> Cause we're, 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 we're paddling 25, 30 kilometers a day, uh, sometimes against the winds, whatever the case may be. Uh, you're tired. Yeah. And up there, the sun doesn't go down until 1045. Oh, that's right. That's right. And then there's ambient light until yeah. 11.30, cord to 12. Like it's, you can walk around your campsite without a flashlight at cord to 12. Yeah, because I was doing photos, night photos in Woodland Caribou. And it was, yeah, after 11. Yeah. And that was when the blue, the blue time was. So you just get in the nice blue, that nice orange of the, above the, the horizon. And you're just starting to see the northern lights and the stars. And, yep. And yeah, it was about, 11, yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah, it's late. I hear you. So I think one of the last nights, we both said, uh, "Okay, we, we we have to say that we at least stayed up to see stars one, one night. night." And I, I don't think John made it. <laughs> I think he he was down and out for the count. Wow. Ah. Oh well. At least he, at least he made the trip. He did. So we know the parts that you didn't like on that trip. What about parts that you would love to do again? Parts that I would love to do again. Um, honestly, I want to go up the set of rapids again. That, that was a <laughs> lot of fun for me. Because you made it this time. <laughs> Most of the way. John, I, I'm not so sure that, that, that John would agree, but um, he seems to be down for... The, there's at least one near-death moment on every one of our trips, and he still keeps on going, so he must like them too. See, I think, I'm beginning to think it's you. It might be. Because we had the hurricane. Weather winds. Yep. Uh, we had the, well, I went down the rapids backwards, which <laughs> we didn't think. <laughs> Oops. It was fine. Yeah, it was fine. I made it, whatever. It's freezing cold water yeah. backwards without, without white, white water experience. Yeah, we'll do it. That was what, a class one, class two, class one, one and a half? 
One? We'll say four. Four? Yeah, it was class it was five. Class. class five. There was there was Colorado River guys swinging by never, us. Never never <laughs> let facts get in the way of a good story. All right? And they were thief snakes. <laughs> big ones with big teeth. And the Kraken. <laughs> it was a Kraken chasing. I had to keep my eye on them. That's why I went down backwards. Oh, man, those were rocks, man. I I just remember hitting the rock. It spun me right around and... Once I pass that one spot, all of a sudden I'm right off that, and I'm just backwards. I'm like, uh, "What do you do?" <laughs> and this is happening. And okay. he's like, "I'm going with the flow." <laughs> uh, you know what? If I if I had to do the, the the trip again, I would do it exactly the same. The port. You wouldn't go the other way. Nope. <laughs> You'd retain your man card. <laughs> you know what? We we had talked about doing it the other way. Yeah. But then you would have been doing those hell portages at the end the of the last trip. couple days. Oh, that that, that would have been, been a brutal end. Worse. Yeah, that would have been a brutal. End. But after your first couple days, you're thinking, if this is going to be like this the next seven days, or five days, five, seven, six, seven days. Uh... Yeah, but when you do the really shitty portages up front. Then you, you, your hopes just start to rise because it can't all be this bad. It's got to be better, right? Please if, say yes. Um, if you if you're if you're planning on doing the the Quetico Park, be prepared if you're going to do the Cash Lake Portage. It's a challenge. It's rewarding. <laughs> it's awesome. But you're in for a. But at the end of the day, it's grueling. You're in for new experiences. Like if you're going all that distance to do a man camping style trip, like you are, you got to expect stuff like that. And, and that's part of your rewards is getting, doing stuff like that, coming up against stuff like that, getting through it, moving on, giving the big old high five and then realizing you got another one. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably worse. It's it's that whole roller coaster thing going on. Right. So, but it sounds like you had a good time. You know what? We again, we we do it for the adventure, and yeah. if you're gonna find your, if you're out to find your own personal limit, you might as well keep pushing it. And that's a better place to be doing it, way up there, man. Right? Yeah. I mean, like I said, that's that's what I I never thought I'd be up at Woodland Caribou or anything like that. I, and then that's, that's all that's of a sudden you're in. To get to. It, it's it's pretty much what what you went through. Um, there was a lot of forest fire areas where everything's blown down. And yeah, you're Bigfoot territory. Hair, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And you're you're you got your canoe and your pack, and you're trying to climb over all these old, dead, burned log. And by the time you know, like three, four hours later, you're putting your canoe and everything into the lake, and you're just black. Everything you own is covered in black soot. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, and you just try to wash it as best you can, and you know, and you're still washing it out four trips later. You know. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's pushing yourself to that, get through that trip. And because I mean, otherwise, why are you going? You can't do Algonquin Park trips all the time where everything's marked and there's a thunder box and there's, you know, you know your portages are all there's, marked and wide open. And there's a time and a place for every type of trip. Yeah. We do lots of trips that are just to, to paddle out, whether it's somewhere in Tomogamy or somewhere in Algonquin, yeah. somewhere on Crown Land, just to go out, find a campsite, have some beers with the boys, yeah. get away. Yeah. Right? But there's a, if you're going to do a big trip, you might as well have the adventure. The Well, sounds like you did. 
Oh, it was great. I can't wait to do it again. And where are you going next year? Um, we we've talked again about doing the uh, the Yukon River Quest. We got somebody up there that'll uh, help you do. out. We do. Yukon Steve is there. Yukon Steve. Um, so we've talked about that. We've talked about going out to Kippewa out in Quebec. Right. See, and I thought that's where you were going this year. Um, so did I. <laughs> Surprise. So did I. Things change. And then it, it, it got changed to Quetico. This is not necessarily a bad thing. Nope. Um, or there's still woodland care. And if it's not one of those, then it will be some random river that will spit me back out into another part of James Bay or Hudson Bay. Or... If you're going to Woodland Caribou, you will want to take your fishing gear. There it is. If you go to Woodland Caribou and get skunked, there's something wrong with you. You're too dr- too drunk to fish. You're too drunk to fish. <laughs> no, even still, man. You'll be in your canoe, drunk, your alarm hanging over. A fish will take it. <laughs> Um, yeah, Woodland Caribou is a place I caught. I say caught because you know what? Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) This thing was so big. Have you ever tried to land a pike that's at least four feet long from the, in the front of a canoe? You can't do it. I I have not. You can't do it. We had, we could not, all all we saw was his big mouth. And the head is beside me and the tail is halfway down the canoe. And there was no way we could get that into the boat. Not with that kind of attitude. (laughs) (laughs) I I was looking for a place to grab them and retain all my fingers. (laughs) That wasn't happening either. I I, I would flip you the bird, but guess what? <laughs> In that case, now I'm definitely going there and I'm bringing fishing gear. And you I'm know what? The, the you wrong. pike fishing is astounding. The pickerel fishing, the really? walleye is astounding. Uh, we even caught lake a really nice lake trout, which we uh, yeah, which we cooked up for dinner one one night, and yeah, it was really good. It was we had a blast up there. Nice, and it's definitely a really. And you got to talk to uh, Harlan. At yes. uh, Red Lake Outfitter. Yep. Red Lake Outfitters. Yes. Why I've talked I? to him uh, yeah. a couple of times because yeah. we've been looking at doing that trip for a number of years. Yeah, you just mention my name and he'll hook you up. He'll charge you twice as much. I was just about to say, <laughs> so... Sean like, recommended you. Oh, yeah, I'm going to twice as much for that. What if then, I call yeah. him up and say, I don't know Sean? Oh, pff, yeah, he'll get you a good deal. It'll be like 50%. Yeah. 50% off. 50% of what I would have charged you had you known Sean. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> You're still getting screwed somehow, buddy. Uh, now, glad you had a great trip. And you got plans for next year. And yep. you got more tripping to do this year. We're thinking maybe we, you and I, might be doing a three-day trip. Maybe. Maybe. if something. It's either going to be a really weird man camping invasion. canoe trip. Or it'll be an invasion of other people that are tripping. Yes. Wait, is, when, when, when is this airing? Uh, we're doing it right now. <laughs> this is airing. <laughs> when, it, when is this airing? This Can airs, we talk about this? Yeah. This air, this will, this shows, tonight's show that we're recording now will air the day before we leave. Okay. So basically, awesome. basically what we're doing tomorrow, we're leaving tomorrow. Oh, sweet. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is time travel. This is time travel. Yes. <laughs> so 
in that case, we are. I will either be invading a hiking trip that John and his wife are on, are going to be on, and it's her first backcountry trip of any. So it sort. will be a midnight trip uh, invasion of somebody that is very afraid of bears. And it will be yes, it will be yeah. night ops, <laughs> and we will bombard them with bear bangers and running into their campsite. We've we've told John, but it, I don't think he actually fully believes that we're going to do this. They never do till it's too late. Uh, but his wife will certainly never let us live this down. I hope she doesn't carry a gun and a big knife. She does not, but she is a mom, and moms do scare me. Yeah, they got shoes that they can they, throw. They're... If you don't believe me, listen to it's, Eddie Murphy. It's it's not the dads <laughs> you need to worry about. No, it's, it's the, the mom. moms. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, and they remember forever. Oh, it, if she's forgiven me so far on all the things I've known these two for years and I'm the godfather to one of their children. And if they've forgiven me for all the things that I've done so far, she'll forgive me for this. But uh, it's not for your lack of trying. Eventually. <laughs> and if it's not that. Then. I was going to do a solo trip. And not planning. I know sort of whereabouts I was going to go but not the full route I was going to take. I was going to park and then paddle as far as I can go one day and then far as I can go the next day. And hopefully that leaves me enough time to get back to my car the third day. <laughs> going to do a big, massive loop, cover a whole lot of uh, lakes and rivers. There's a 5.3 kilometer portage. There's a 3.4 kilometer, 3.7 kilometer portage. Whole bunch of small portages. Bugger for punishment. You know, I'm gonna. I was talking about taking. Unless you're coming with me, I was gonna take my Swift Osprey, which is like 32 pounds or something like that, solo canoe, with my single blade. I'm not taking a kayak paddle. Um, <laughs> that's a whole other story. No, you you can't. No. So no. <laughs> no. No. There's none of that. Um, but yeah, it's just like you know what. Because I tried to, I reached out to a bunch of people that we, you do the, I do trips with and everybody's, you know, oh, I, unfortunately I'm doing this and I'm, I'm doing this and I'm, I'm guiding a trip here and, you know, no, we're going the other way sort of thing. And I'm like, oh, I guess that's just me, myself and I then. So what are we going to do? Where are we going to go? And I'm thinking, you know what? Because I always take camera gear and I'm taking this and I'm taking that and I take extra food. And if I go completely lightweight so I'm going to check the weather. If I take a tarp and a bug screen, my sleeping bag, or, or even just like a heavy blanket sort of thing and a sleeping pad, take my minimal cooking gear, just add water foods, water filter, maybe a point and shoot camera, my canoe, me, myself, I, and go. So a small pack. And just boogie for three days. Paddle it like I stole it. That's the plan. I know the general area. I like it. I don't I know like it. the it's exact a, it's, area. It's as close to throwing a dart as a map as uh, at a map as you can get. Yeah. So. So we'll see how far you go the first day. What we're saying is, either way, on the long weekend, I now have plans. You do. And apparently so do I. <laughs> Whether I'm bear banging someone's tent or banging across a lake. I'm not sure which. But I'm going somewhere. 
I like it. Sounds awesome. Happy long weekend. So we'll find it I out. Like it. And it's just be, it's just before my birthday too. So it's the birthday. When's weekend. your birthday? The sixth. August sixth. Uh, August sixth. Wow. Be a perfect party time, right? Yeah. Hope John's bringing enough beer if that's where we end up. I know a guy that can portage a keg. Is his name John? No. Oh. No, it is not. <laughs> but we you better we get can, him on the phone. We can pay him to portage. So you need to find out if we're doing the northern trip or the central trip. Because one's north, northwest. Yeah, and the other one's yeah. central. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because so I don't want to give it away. The opposite way. I, I don't like, want to oh. give it away. Yeah. Because you know, then everybody's gonna show up on John's site. Wouldn't that be something? I was going to say, or... Like 30 people on this site. We can let everybody know where it is. And then we don't go. And we can all do the Naruto run, just like Area 51. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I want to be part of that Area 51. If they did that, I would love to be part of that. Just I, to say, you know what? Yeah. I'm down. I'd be I'd be like live streaming it. I'm running. Look at me go. <laughs> I just want to see the aftermath of all yeah. of this. That's... Yeah. Dude, arrest me. I don't care, man. I, I don't care what's in there. I've There's been 400,000 people. Sean has been yeah. arrested. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be late for work tomorrow. <laughs> well, it's like this. Government facility, aliens. Conspiracies. Yeah. And it is what it I'm is. I'm looking to f- at five yeah. to ten years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Unless they offer me a job, then I'm right in. <laughs> awesome. Well, it's great having you on tonight, buddy. I appreciate it. Oh, it's a, an extra long show tonight, which we got to do that once in a while. How long have we been talking for? Yeah, an hour and a half. Oh, whoops. That's okay. We drank beers and had a little chat. We're actually drinking a name brand big conglomerate beer tonight, which we, we won't name. <laughs> they, but, it, but it's they, not bad. Yeah, it's, it's not, not bad. bad. They pay enough money for their own marketing. We just promote the smaller companies. Hey, hey, beer companies, you should be getting over here and sponsoring the show. Yeah, and bring your airline companies with you. <laughs> beer sponsors and airline sponsors, that's all we want. Uh, yeah, so thanks for coming on. and uh, yeah. Thanks for having me. Next Both time, uh, I, will, I will have to make sure that, that John gets here to tell his side of the story. Yeah, so it's not like, all me laying blame on him. He can lay the blame back. Well, you're not here to defend yourself, then fair game. That's, That's all I'm it. saying. Uh, we're gonna I'm gonna do uh, a review on your uh, beard and bourbon um, canvas thingy here. Workspace. 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 Workspace just seems too normal of a word for it. Well, we can That's come up never, with a better name if you That's want. That's why I'm never gonna remember what it's called. Okay, Workspace. Well, you know what? Take it out. Try it out. Let me know what you come up with for, for a better name. Workspace. Workspace. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and we'll get it, get it uh, out and do a couple of videos with some of your other stuff when you get it out there. I'd love it. Awesome, dude. Well, thanks for being on the show. Thank you. If you want to find out more about us, you can find us at paddlingadventuresradio.com. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Player FM, and all your favorite podcast downloading sites. You can also go to the episode page at paddlingadventuresradio.com and either download or stream our uh, all our Hundred and this is eighty one episodes, one hundred and eighty one episodes. Good now. job. Yeah, check out our YouTube channel because we got stuff there. And don't forget, if you want to submit an article for a blog, then we do take those as well. We've changed our blog page to our listeners blog page. Uh, we've been having a lot of people sending us stuff and sending us ideas, saying, "Hey, 
I'm doing this trip or I've paddled here or I've done this or that sort of stuff. Would you be interested? And I said, yeah, do a write up on it and send us some, some photos and whatnot. And we'll uh, throw it on our site. And people are like, this is awesome. So send us a, a guest blog to our listener blog page. You can send it to, um, Sean, S-E-A-N at paddlingadventuresradio.com. And, uh, yeah, I'll say, is it done yet? How come it's not done yet? Hurry up, write it. I can, <laughs> I can vouch for this. <laughs> yeah. Where is yours, man? Yeah. Still waiting for I it. I gotta go. Yeah, I gotta go. <laughs> Again, thanks, Scott Robinson of mancamping.ca. You can go to, well, you're on mancamping.ca on the web. Yeah. You can Facebook, Instagram. Twitter. Your Twitter. So you got YouTube? Yes. You yes, YouTube? Yes, we do. Yeah. He's everywhere. I am everywhere. Just man camping. Look for the sunglasses and the cool looking logos now. I was going to say, it's, it's changed. It's changed. It's changed. Yeah, it's I now my, my, my beautiful man pretty mug. If you go to the sponsors page on Paddling Adventures Radio, oh. there's a link right there. Beauty. Right? Yeah. I keep forgetting we put up a sponsors page. Because, you know, people sponsor us and give us stuff. You're there. I'd like to thank everybody for listening this week. I'm Sean Rowley. And I'm Scott Robinson. We'll talk to you next week.